Welcome he- back to. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to this exciting episode of Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. Sometimes. Today we have Mike the Manhandler, TJ the Thundercrotch, and Klepto Katie running the show tonight. No Nathan. I and I am so your host, Ray. I, from what I understand, <laughs> that was Nathan my good or intro. Natalie was so guys offended by that Vanity Fair cover that he said, "I want to make my own now." His own va- Vanity Fair. Yeah, yeah. So the, he can be the on the whole cover thing. Yeah. yeah, he's going to redo um, Vanity Fair so that he can have his own cover on it. Yeah. Um, the vanity that we're seeing in Natalie is a little bit more than we saw in uh, Nathan. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Gone like, a little far. All I kept getting through text messages was Caitlin who and then a bunch of question marks and exclamation points. And I can only assume it's related. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't heard from him since. No. No. Since he stormed out yelling. she Since she. Uh, I'm still so bad at that. Since she stormed out yelling about how she was going to create her own Vanity Fair. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, uh, my uh, lady friend uh, works at the uh, urgent care facility at Shands in Gainesville. And they said that an unidentified individual. (laughs) I couldn't explain it, but they just kept saying. like uh, She used so many medical terms, but from what I can remember, it's just this individual's genitals kept spontaneously popping out and going back in i don't know if that's a thing i don't either I don't yeah either. but uh called it a, a pagina i don't know what that <laughs> even means i think it's a portmanteau okay yeah okay. but i can only assume it's natalie yeah it might be it might be and spoiler alert uh katie's with us like we said and she is not really a klepto so if she's around you she's probably not going to steal anything from ray you, have so. you seen no her promises wallet? It's exactly what a klepto would tell you, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, tr- trust her. <laughs> Not. <laughs> so, how's everyone's week been this week? I this is my second eight day stretch. I'm Ooh, four gosh. days into it. Uh, I want to suck start a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, it's okay. <laughs> that's pretty. We're good. okay. And I busted a blood vessel in my eye, so I look Man. insane. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, people want to argue. A- People want to argue with me less now, so that's good. <laughs> Mike is having a banner week over there. Exactly. I don't think I can beat that. No, me either. Yeah, I'm out. Nope. Hey, Welcome. You're a uh, you're a um, teacher. Educator. Yes. So you are now free. Ish. Ish. Free ish. Ish. Okay. Did you say one of your students like called you out for being on the podcast? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Too many are listening now. <laughs> How, how, what age range? Do, what, what age range do you teach? Like uh, fifteen to eighteen. Okay, that's, that's our that, target that's demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. We're killing it. I don't know. Actually, my jokes are more towards like thirteen to fourteen year old. <laughs> that's my level. Of oh, humor. they'll still get those. Their boys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listeners. Katie's a student's a duty. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. No, seriously, I talk about going on duty, and they giggle every yeah. time. I, I still giggle when somebody <laughs> says duty. That word is just making me smile. I love that word. Men don't grow up. They just age. Yeah. What's that game by Activision that comes out every November? Call of Duty? There you go. We don't say Guitar Hero, but <laughs> they quit making those. <laughs> it's been a little while. Well... Well, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was gonna say we can uh, we can go ahead and jump in the talking about some Call of Duty. We can jump into the news. Speaking of video games, let's go to the. Now it's time for it with the news. Old man Hancock gonna tell the news. Listen to the news. Listen to the news. Old man Hancock telling all the news. Don't snooze, you're gonna lose. Cause he's gonna tell some nerd news. At his house, feeling sick. He's just she is just uh, snapping along to that jam that she made. Yeah, good times. Well, uh, we were talking about Call of Duty, but we had some exciting video game um, news this week that may yeah. finally pull me into buying a new game system. Uh-oh. Um, Fallout Four has been announced. 
It's I that that's I mean I watched the trailer. It looked like Fallout Three, which I don't is care. Great. Yeah. <laughs> no, the graphics were way better. No, um, yeah, definitely. But unfortunately, I have to wait about a year to get it after mm-hmm. it comes out because I'm tired of playing the DLC game. Yeah. And then um, they come out with their Game of the Year edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same price as a brand new version without, and it has everything. So, And by the time that one comes out, the brand new, the first version is like $8 used. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I'll so just yeah, get maybe the, I'll probably wait a little bit on it. Yeah, I'll get the Game of the Year edition and uh, save, so save have, a, a pile of money. I probably have and, two years to save up till I have to get my PS4 now. And then uh, by then, too, they'll have all the... Um, Day one bugs worked out and yeah. all the patches. And yeah. So I just got to do one patch and I'm set to go on it. Well, uh, there was another trailer that uh, was released this this week um, for a sequel uh. that's coming out on Crackle on July 16th. And that's the Joe Dirt 2 trailer. Yeah, you guys can keep that crap. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it's... If I want to, if I want to see Joe Dirt, I'll go down to Live Oak and just <laughs> sit in the parking lot somewhere. Okay, for really those anywhere. of you, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to give you the Cliff Cliff's notes of the Joe Dirt Two trailer. Spark notes. Spark notes. The, the the let's be relevant. You know, Come yeah, on, there now. you go. Yeah, the Cliff note. Yeah, I went on Web Crawler and found my Cliff notes. <laughs> so he and Brandy, of course, who lived happily ever after, had kids and got a really nice trailer. Yeah. Well, somehow or another, a tornado came and picked that trailer up mm. with Joe Dirt in it and sent him back to 1969, I think. Something, Somewhere around 60 there. something. Oh, you know, yeah. it's 69. It's Joe Dirt. They're going to go for that. Good <laughs> point. <laughs> now, that's all I could gather. Because it keeps jumping well, to the future, it, to the past. I don't. I think it might it be look, like a Christmas story type. I, thing. I was gonna say it looked like a Back to the Future kind of thing, where he changes something in the past, so his future is completely different. Well, now you've hooked me. That makes, <laughs> now, <laughs> I said yeah. the word Back to the Future. Well, and now you're in. Well, <laughs> no, it, it's in. that plus all the jokes from the first <sighs> movie redone. Yeah. Name a comedy that has had a good sequel. Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I liked Airplane too. <laughs> I don't. I I couldn't give you a really comprehensive list. of Twenty Two Jump yeah. Street is actually really good. Mm-hmm. See, I'd I agree with that. That assumes that you like Twenty One Jump Street. I d- you said comedy. You didn't say good comedy. <laughs> I said had a good sequel. Well, once again, you said good se- <laughs> it was a good sequel. It's better than the first one. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Two. Doesn't exist. Patch Adam too. <laughs> <laughs> Patchier. <laughs> I'm, I'm a crying. I mean, clown. I didn't think Joe Dirt one was that great. No, but I did watch this. I did watch this trailer twice and was like, "Good God!" There you go. Of course, I, it has it has um, oh, what's the uh, Christopher Walken in it reprising he, his role as, as Christopher Walken before the witness protection. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. It's it's exact like, it's exactly what you would expect from it, um, and it's exclusively on Crackle. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was paid for and produced by Crackle. I think they're uh, oh, it's a Happy Gilmore production. It's Happy too. Madison. Happy Madison. Whatever. But really, like, how much money did they have to spend? I mean, <laughs> if you, I mean, the well, movie's production value doesn't look that bad. No, it doesn't. It really, really? doesn't. It looks like yeah. it would be released in a in the theater. theaters. That's what's surprising. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? Well, I mean, Crackle's trying to. They were trying to jump into all this stuff that Hulu and Amazon and everything mm. and, you Netflix. Know, Netflix is doing, but they just chose. I won't <laughs> say the worst thing they could choose. They backed no. a pretty shitty horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could just be making Ghostbusters <laughs> remakes or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's weird. Like I could understand them making their own television content, but it seems strange to jump right in and do and, a feature film to, to movies in general. Too. I mean, why limit your audience? I mean, yeah. I I can probably count on both hands how many people that I know use actively crackle. Yeah, I've mm. ne- I I it's free. It's free, and I've it's never all free. used it. But uh, I get I what think, you pay for. Yeah, uh, Joe <laughs> Dirt too. Well, and and I think 
I think the reason that I've never used it is almost anything I ever found because I did browse it one time and everything I found on there I was like oh, on that's on Netflix that's on Netflix that's on Netflix it's that's a pretty Netflix. eclectic collection of movies yeah well so uh, anyway that's a thing that so, happened uh, July sixteenth if you're interested it'll be on there for free uh, Eddie Rainman. Or Redmayne. Redmond. Oh, Redmond. Yes. Uh, from The Theory of Everything and Les Mis um, is going to be the star in Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. He's going to be Newt uh, Scamander. Yes. I know. I know you're really excited <laughs> about like this. I'm just like freaking out of I don't know what any of you. I don't yeah, know okay. what you're saying. This is Mike and I look like we we're deer in <laughs> headlights <laughs> right <laughs> now. It's like, Excuse are me, we what? supposed to know what yeah. this is? This is the uh, Harry Potter spinoff movie. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you were getting the vapors. I mean, it's a Harry Potter level. <laughs> well, and it's also like one of my favorite actors. So it's just oh, okay. like boom and boom. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, well, I forgot who it was, but we announced another one of the starlet, starlets, starlets, starlets that's going to be in it uh, last why, week. Why are you before. putting the emphasis on the wrong syllables? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my world. Um, so yeah, Katie, you're into that stuff. Are you? You seem pretty excited about that. Yes. I have actually not seen either one of those other movies that he's been in, and he's probably been in more than just that. That's just yeah. Those known are for. his two like really good ones. Because I think I read that he got an Oscar for at he least he did get one the Oscar them. for when he played Stephen Hawking in the Theory of Everything. Okay. Is okay. that the kid with the weird mouth? Stephen Hawking. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Uh, yeah, his mouth very weird. insensitive. Yeah, mic. I guess so because it's kind of like a big mouth on a small face. Yeah, because he he played uh, he played the love interest, the daughter's love interest in Les Misérables, right? Yes, yes. I know who he is. Yes. He's a pretty good actor. I don't think yeah. his mouth can close all the way, but he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> Probably not, but I mean, it was a French movie. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> now, if I understand correctly, Fantastic Beast is a is essentially was a textbook style yeah, it, book. Yeah, she made like two small textbooks. Like it's even written like a textbook. Like, and so it's Fantastical Beast, and it's even got, like, Harry writing, like, Ron notes, like, get your own book, Ron. Gotcha, gotcha. Side. So but it was it, like it was his text. Yeah, and you got, I think, I, don't, like, quote me on it, but I think she did it for charity. Like, a lot of the money she got from it, she sent straight that to charity. That sounds familiar. Yeah, so. and so, and, and there's two of them, and they've been out for a while now, before the seventh book, I think. Okay. So, and yeah. Potter fans are so excited about yes. this. You're really excited about this. So They will take anything. So um, <laughs> that is kind of true. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And apparently, it's because I had only heard it was going to be a film, but uh, now apparently it's going to be a trilogy. So I was because tri- they were at one point talking about works a so well for Peter Jackson. Yeah. Right. <sighs> yeah. How so. big is this book? Like a hundred pages? Or oh something? my gosh! No. Like okay, you know the little books you read to kids? It's like yeah. yeah. Like so it's like one of those little Disney books. They battleshipped it. That's what they yeah. did. <laughs> so, <laughs> but these characters are not ca- real characters. They're not characters from the book um, because I think the book doesn't really have characters. Um, no, but like the series mentions people. Like okay. the books are mentioned in the series and sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll wow. see. This is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. <laughs> this is TJ's new favorite thing. And it's not actually your new favorite thing, because I have something lower on my list that is TJ's <laughs> actual new favorite thing. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. <laughs> has oh. been announced to be starring in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Remake. Now, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I told him when I saw this, I said, if he's one of the Thunders, I'll be okay with it. No, I think he's the main dude. If he's Jack Burton, I'm yeah. not having yeah. anything to do with it. I, I actually think it would be pretty funny, him being Jack Burton, because Jack... B- Burton is an incompetent buffoon in the first movie. It's still not going to be as good as the first one. No, or as there's terribly more than one movie. You're gonna you're you're comparing The Rock to Kurt Russell. Yeah, I like Kurt Russell in action films and stuff. I've Me never. Too. I know this is incredibly insane. I've never seen Big Trouble in Little China. It's one of those that I've just missed. It's every so time. good. And I know it's really one of your favorites, movie. so it's on my list. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a Kurt Russell John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's perfect. Like they live, or what the movie's called? It's oh, I love the live. thing. The yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's as odd as they live. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Big trouble. And I know it's so a big, good. big time. Um, <clears throat> but I will say, uh, number one, he tries to go by Dwayne Johnson. Nah, nah, that ain't going. <laughs> He's still Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, he knows where his bread's buttered. Well, exactly. who, who chooses Dwayne over the Rock? Exactly. <laughs> you could. I was going rock. I'm running for rock. Yeah. My new no, name's you go rock. by the rock. Right. Yeah. Then you get some other guy coming up and like 
Well, I'm I'm a rock too. Yeah, that's <laughs> like true. an actual rock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's put a but smiley face on it. And gets the Oscar before Dwayne the Rock. The Johnson. Oscar the and Leo Dwayne the Rock yeah. Johnson gets a. Rock. It's the Rock. Leo DiCaprio and the Rock gets a. <laughs> <laughs> not Dwayne. Not Dwayne, <laughs> but the, the rock. rock. The Rock. Yeah. Um, I. I no, the, I might not. The go. Rock movie by Michael Bay gets the Oscar before Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. All like you think about is Idiocracy, where the movie <laughs> ass just one, and it's just a, an ass. Idiocracy is it's like we're gonna make movies that you know whose ass it is, and you care why it's farting. Yeah. Idiocracy is the most prophetic so movie I've yeah. ever seen. It really it. is. It's, so it's scary <gasps> and sad no, yeah, at the same is. time. More yeah, than once is. I go, oh my god, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> I so just want to be gone. Think, I just hope my children are dead before <laughs> this happens. No, but let's be go honest. Go I am baiting. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> my favorite <laughs> line. <laughs> Still use it. Now, uh, let's be honest, though. Dwayne Johnson is awesome. I love him in any movie he's been in so far that I've seen. So it might not... Scorpion I might, King? I, I haven't seen Scorpion King. Okay. No, smart enough to he's, stay he's, away he's from. Right. He's see that to either. Learn, <laughs> he's starting to learn how to act. He didn't yes. act very well in Scorpion King. Yeah, but um, like I may not go see San Andrew. Uh, uh, what is it? San Andreas. Uh, San Andreas. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a bad movie. And if it hits any of the things, or maybe when it comes out on Redbox, I don't think I'd yeah. be opposed to watching. I heard it. his Hercule, Hercules movie was pretty good. Really? Because that actually did look bad. That was the <laughs> one that looked bad to me. No, I heard it was like just if you go into it expecting The Rock is Hercules, then, then it's awesome. Yeah, no. it's pretty good. <laughs> How can you be disappointed? <laughs> exactly. Well, apparently he was on a um, he's on his tour for his new movie and everything. And someone asked him the question because he's supposed to be playing Black Adam in the DC films and asked him um, Not even if Black. <laughs> Black Adam would be able to beat Vin Diesel's Black Bolt, uh, which was a it, it, there's there's a clip of it on the internet and it's pretty funny because he's like what Black what Black Boat Black Boat yeah he could be the Black Boat is that like a is that like a sea sea hero or something like that so he gives all this stuff and he's like let me tell you about Black Adam. He's essentially got the powers of Superman, and but it's just like really funny. But uh, I I kind of am into <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Oh, that kind of made me like him more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just kind of a jerk, not a jerk. He's a friendly right. jerk. So he's bringing his wrestling persona exactly, out into exactly. the real world now. Can you smell what Dwayne Johnson is cooking? <laughs> Let it's me tell tapioca. you, Black Adam can take the black it would bolt. Be <laughs> Um, Superman, uh, Sony is coming in on trying to find their directors. They've, they've, what? For, not for, for Superman. Super, for Superman, yeah. What? Sony's, no, Sony <laughs> has the rights to Superman now. Spider-Man! They, yeah. There oh, was, I was so confused. Was Sony like, is There's no way Warner Brothers owns. They I, lost I the rights to Ray, what is going on with you tonight? You're mispronouncing things? Everything. You're mixing up Spider-Man and Superman? Slurred speech. What's going on? It's a stroke. My um, tie. <laughs> Spider-Man. So... Sony is rebooting Spider-Man again because they're working with Marvel and everything. They have two directors they're looking at. Jonathan Levine, which uh, has done Warm Bodies in 50-50. And Theodore Milfi, who did St. Vincent. I haven't seen St. Vincent. But his mom's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone caught that. Um, How could you not? I, I, well, That's a perfect 13 the, to 15-year-old joke. Exactly. Um, it's in my wheelhouse. Have any of y'all <laughs> seen St. Vincent? Oh, I don't even know what a no. St. Vincent is. I know it was a... Like, I'm not Catholic. Yeah, I thought I think it was a more popular like Oscar film a couple of years ago or something. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to stay away from those. I, I avoid Oscar <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah. Warm Bodies and 50-50, though, are, are were both comedies. Sort of. Warm yeah, Bodies was surprisingly not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, it was. It was really what good. was that one? That was that the was zombie were Beast. Uh, is a zombie and he stops being a zombie because of true love and becomes yeah. a human again. Oh dear God! <laughs> it, it's surprisingly, it really as bad as that sounds, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That was one of well, those. I mean, that's like it's got oh, John Malkovich that pile of crap <laughs> doesn't quite smell as bad as I thought it would smell. <laughs> but um, thank God. But yeah, so th those to me are two. <laughs> expectations <laughs> are low enough, TJ. Anything can be a slam dunk. <laughs> 
Joe Dirt 2, here I come, then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what the movie's going to be, so just go watch it. Yeah. You exact- I can avoid it, too. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I see the pile of crap. I don't have to go stick my foot in it to know, hey... That, that no, stinks, but it's not as bad as I thought it would stink. run your foot across of it and get <laughs> some can, in your tread. That's all I you can, do. So you can swat <laughs> it around everywhere. it, though. Yeah. I can walk around it, though, and avoid it entirely. What's it, the it, fun it, in that? Li- <laughs> Garth Brooks sang a little song <laughs> called The Dance. Oh, my God. And That's exactly what, did that song what he was referring to. What? <laughs> what exactly did that song say, Mike? So says, it it said that he... Dancing in the pile of poo in the middle of the floor. Basically, <laughs> Garth, who is in, in intense pain because his lover left him, he could have avoided all that if he would have never met her. However, he would have also missed the dance yeah, and, other, and other positive, loving things in the relationship. <laughs> Hey, Walmart's going to sue the shit out of us. You need to turn that <laughs> off. <laughs> Those guys got Garth B on lockdown. <laughs> Don't even mention his name. No. You know what? That sounds strikingly similar to the beginning of Let It Go. Okay, oh. I've never. I've actually never. I have Walmart a seven-year-old. Guys, I've never heard I have that a song. seven-year-old daughter. Yeah, I know you I've have heard to. it like a thousand yeah. times. I've heard it ten thousand. times today. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> no so, wonder you pissed off about Joe Dirt too, <laughs> and you're so cynical. That's why he comes here pissed off every day. Yeah. He just got finished listening to "Let It Go" ten times today. Like, like, Annie, please let this shit go. I'm tired of it. You are killing your father. Song at two minutes and fifty seven seconds at a time. You are killing him. Um, so yeah, those are the Spider-Man directors they're looking at. It's a, I, to me, it's interesting choices. Um, I would be interested to see what they're going to do because Marvel uh, kind of uh, has that on. Are they are they rebooting the cast yeah. or are they yeah. rebooting heard, it's yeah. the, the whole story. thing entirely? Okay. The entire thing. They're yes. no, not going. From what I understand, they're going to avoid origin story. It's just Spider-Man's <clears throat> out there, but he's a teenager, and yeah. go from there. Well, and and what and not. Goofy skateboarding teenager yeah. for Spider-Man, what Spider-Man. I understand. His, his, his uh, angry footloose skateboard scene. Yeah, that one's not going to be around. <sighs> That's not canon. As disappointing as that is, no, it won't be around. I'll have to learn it's to live with it. <laughs> no. I would like them to just make a slew of Spider-Man movies that don't <laughs> end abruptly and terribly. Um, well, uh, Could uh, you do that for me, Sony? <laughs> <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, Michael Lominek. <laughs> um, so what it seems like we, we've talked about this before Sony and Marvel made a deal and later on after that deal was made and everything it seemed um, there was some more information released that seemed like the initial um, press release was to save Sony a lot of face and basically Marvel is going to have a pretty big control over this and Sony's going to put it out and make the money from it. But yeah. Marvel's going to get to use Spider-Man in whatever it's, they want. They're basically taking the idea we gave them mm-hmm. last yeah. year. <laughs> in our casting call. Yep. There's got to be some some asshole who works for Marvel who has to sift through all the shitty podcasts and <laughs> blogs and everything goes, well, that's a good idea. Yeah. And if you're listening, <laughs> shit, yeah. shit sifter. You owe us fucking money. Luke Cage lives behind our house. <laughs> yeah. And he hates copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> Intellectual properties. That's his bread and butter. So another thing we can talk about. Apparently there's going to be some more marvelous TV coming out. You are. <laughs> You're a master that, of words. That's the one thing you nail. Um, is a terrible <laughs> pun. Umberto Gonzalez, also known as El Mim. Stop! Formerly, you um, are about to be. Just give me your laptop. <laughs> you're off the podcast. <laughs> El Mayembe, formerly of Latino Review, um, has reported that um, so, formerly, yeah, formerly, yeah. I, I don't listen to any Splinter groups <laughs> and their and their guerrilla tactic. No, I don't want. This. <laughs> um, he's mentioned that. Uh, Netflix and Marvel have been incredibly happy with how Daredevil turned out and the numbers that they got from it. They have not, although released the numbers from Daredevil. Um, ABC 
has D-E-F-G. re uh re done they're 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 renewing agent carter and agents of shield and doing a, another spinoff do you know agents of shield is season two is going to be on netflix this week really this week this it week on the 11th wow I'm finish uh. that up then those guys must be in cahoots then yeah yeah, yeah. i mean disney said all of their stuff's going to be coming through I mean, yeah. that is very quick oh my God. How was really cool. how was i'm very season, excited but it's very quick. how was the season finale was it good it gets a i lot, didn't watch it it gets a lot more into uh superheroville in it. But um is that is that the term they use in the in the show? Yes. Yeah, that's actually superhero Superheroville. Jimmy Buffett um, comes out and sings <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh the, so there are talks again, that uh Punisher, Blade and Ghost Rider may I'm down show, for all of those as may TV show shows. Up in the, well, may show up in the Netflix series. I'm like fine the, with that. Yeah. I'm I think fine those with would all, all of them getting awesome. TV series. Yeah, I would like for them no, to have Punisher needs to be on HBO. I want to see some. Well, violence. they said that the, if Punisher <laughs> shows up, that they want to push for a hard PG thirteen. Ooh, well, I mean Netflix whoa. does. Some hey, half whoa. of our whoa. listenership can't watch that, so they're not going to know anything about what they we're talking well, about. I mean, isn't Marco Polo pretty pretty rough? Yeah, yeah as far as I know, Daredevil was, was Daredevil was pretty violent. Yeah. There were a few scenes. Well, Orange is the New Black. Oh, that's that's beyond. Yeah, that's mm. R rated. Yeah, Punisher R rated. Yeah, Punisher should well, be yeah. easy R rated. <laughs> yeah, there were. Boobies and, <laughs> and and violent beatings. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, and there's also sort of talks about a limited, like not a movie, not a, a like not a series, but like something with the black with the Black Widow Hawkeye stuff. Maybe what happened in the past that they're such oh, a buddy buddy. But that's kind of like that's a lot of money for yeah those yeah. two Scarlet. Backstory. Well, yeah. Well, Jeremy well, Renner's yeah, I don't, big action star too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that new trailer can... for um, Mission Impossible came out, which looks <sighs> really good. I know. I was like, so, oh, I might actually see this one. Yeah. Um, and Netflix wants to have Doctor Strange appear in a cameo in the Defenders, which Ooh. that would pay a lot of fan service, um, since none of the Defenders in the Defenders were actually Defenders. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's some of the things going on in uh, in Marvel TV world. Uh, according to Umberto Gonzalez, I don't know how I feel about them rolling out their B team so hard. It just seems like. What uh, do you mean their B team? Like you said, you know the defenders who oh, are okay. all actually defenders. You know, like well, the original defenders were Silver Hulk, Surfer, Silver Surfer, Hulk, yeah. and Namor, Namor, Doctor, and Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So none it's a hell of, of a team. Yeah, yeah. And it's a weird team too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I recently read that Namor is actually very powerful and strong. Yes, 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 he is. From um, this Imgur list that uh, that Ray gave me. Yeah, yeah. But um, so it's weird that the defenders are going to be Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and whoever else they may throw into that that group. Um, <clears throat> but throwing Doctor Strange in there as a cameo would be interesting, and they've talked about how they want to integrate everything. But apparently the movie people want to integrate less with the ABC stuff. Then and they're, they're more okay with the Netflix stuff, but the integration isn't seeming to be both ways with, uh, with, with the TV stuff on ABC and the, the cinematic universe. Maybe so, they have more creative freedom with the Netflix as opposed to maybe ABC makes. I mean, like this is ABC uh, probably makes them turn it down. Well, ABC's owned they by do. Disney as well. It's all yeah. I mean, it's all. But those it's also company. like it's also just a network, and um, I think we need to do a podcast. But what timing. all Disney owns, yeah. They uh, well, own and and they do everything. things like we want thirteen episodes. Now we want twenty six. So then. You have doubled the amount of episodes, and you just have to fill that up with Film story. monkey. Yeah. Film. So they're also saying all the uh, Inhuman stuff that's going on right now, and the Agents of Shield stuff. That's setting up the have, Inhumans movies. Well, they're saying it's going to have nothing. No, there's going to be no rep- replication in the uh. movies themselves, other than these are Inhumans and those are Inhumans. Although we've heard rumors about like Miss Marvel might show up, the new one Kamala Khan, and stuff like that. That may not actually be true. And I was disappointed. The one thing that I was really disappointed about in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., in the uh, Age of Ultron, was that it felt like, like uh, other than you would have to explain why he's not dead anymore, Coulson didn't show up in it. Because he had a big part in the whole hel- right. helicarrier thing coming back 
according to the show. So yeah. Um, just him like three episodes running diagnostics and stuff and <laughs> everything. Like, yeah, that Building works. <laughs> that one works. Thank <laughs> like God. Part ordering, you know, and <laughs> overseeing inventory filling out yes. inventory list. <laughs> yeah. Next time on Agents of Steel. Well, I mean, uh, Shield's kind of an underground thing until yeah. the end of Avengers, yeah, too. So it's maybe supposed to be gone. Maybe yeah. they're gonna come on back. Yeah, maybe Super Shield. So uh, here's some other good news. Sony's Dark Tower movie has a director now, yes. Nick Elijah uh, Arcee, who is that's just like Ron Howard, but not really. No, oh. <laughs> it's the, the oh yeah, because Ron Howard was attached originally to for, attached. for a long time. Uh, it's the director from the girl with the uh, dragon tattoo. So the uh, the Swedish or the the, the American? American. I'm gonna assume with that kind of name, that's the Swedish one, which was better, I think. Yeah, um, but I don't know for sure. You would give me one second. I'll play this Garth Brooks song while I look it I'm, up. I'm I'm really disappointed we haven't talked about XCOM two yet as well. Dude. Well, let's talk about XCOM two. Did you uh, want to talk about Dark? Tower movie any Mike? Because you're looking it up it. right now. Okay, so I'm we'll talk about XCOM two and how awesome it looks. So, uh, from what the trailer looks like, TJ, I'm sure you know, XCOM is now an underground entity, and the aliens have won in a sense, and have integrated themselves fully into society, effectively making the human Earth like a giant police state. From what it looks like. Which makes sense uh, because the fir- the ending of the first game, uh, you pretty much find out that the aliens were testing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they were fight uh, they had overwhelming technology, but chose to fight a ground war comparable to humans uh, in order to test them. And that's pretty much all I remember from the end of the ending of the game. Yeah, I know you played it a few times. I played it about two two and a half times. And then. Um yeah, it looks like you know, all the genetic modifications that were brought in through the XCOM project during the course of your game. Yeah, and they have a giant... I guess the base is a floating helicarrier now. Yeah. Which awesome. is pretty fancy. Yeah. I, I, I really like the genetics and the uh, the cybernetic modifications of Enemy Within. Mm-hmm. So, now, I never finished Enemy Within, but from what I, the reason why is because from what I could tell, they just added a couple new areas and a few new mission types and new skill trees, but nothing really extra to the story. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, for the, for the um, when Enemy Within came out, it was an expansion for the PC version. Mm. But for consoles, they didn't do it an expansion. They just put a whole new game out, but they put it out at a budget price, though. Okay. So, so once again, there were just additions to the original game. Like yeah. Because I never beat it because I was like, this is just the same damn story. Yeah, but well, they do integrate. Um, uh, what is it? The um, I forget the name of the faction, but it's a third faction. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the uh, terrorist group. Yeah, the human terrorist group that are fighting against XCOM and against the aliens or with the aliens. I think they're. Uh, I think initially they're supposedly against, but I'm. I haven't beat an enemy within as well. Yeah. I, so. Oh, that's right. it. It looks awesome. Um, it's actually the writer of The Girl with the Dragon tra- Tattoo, the Swedish version of the film, and he's going to be writing and directing um, The Dark Tower. Does he this have is anything else under his chops? Um, Direction-wise, he has a few things, but mostly he has been a writer. Uh, give me one second. I've got it here. But, uh, yeah, um, it, yeah. He has done six other things, director-wise, uh, a Royal Affair, Truth About Men, Island of Lost Souls, King's Game, and Wazeski's Sadice, uh, something, a short That's film Swedish. that I cannot yeah. see, pronounce. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty much untested in the American market. Yeah. yeah. He, he has written, um, he wrote a couple of episodes of Millennium. Uh, the girl with the uh, well, that's not bad. I s- I'm yeah. wasn't too bad. Yeah. yeah, the girl with the dragon tattoo and uh, a royal affair is another one, and none of the other stuff I really. He's been around for a while. They're like 15, 20 years. Yeah. If he wrote Millennium episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah since two thousand or so, at least. So, so we'll see. That that should be interesting. What else have they released about it? 
about the Dark Tower? Yeah. That's about it. It, <laughs> it had kind of been on hold for a long, long time. Right, right. Ron I Howard was attached right. to it. He dropped Javier out. Javier Bardem was going to um, be rolling. Universal and WB mm. passed on the project. I think it would be good. And Sony yeah. picked it up. They were going to do three movies and two television seasons in between the movies. See, that can that's be done. Smart. There's that's so really cool. much. Yeah, that was the Ron Howard plan. That's yeah. uh, That's been scrapped, probably. Yeah, that's probably been yeah. scrapped. I, I think they can fit all five six books now into a trilogy because you don't need to d- you, you can cut up uh, you yeah, know there's seven know. books yeah, if they do the hobbit treatment right. to it we're looking at at least 19 movies. But, but movies yeah because the hobbit's like 80 pages and they mm. made it three movies this is like seven books because you know there's all kinds of filler of pages. like yeah. roland just walking well like, like there's a, a lot of walking well, like yeah. the, the wind through the keyhole the the newest book they did which is really good it's all backstory to nothing. It, half it, the stuff of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it has no bearing really mm-hmm. on it, it, it. It's backstory. It's cool. Like it's like basically Roland is telling a story, uh, like a like a legend or something. But it's really good. Uh, in between books three and five, I believe. Who would? Oh, sorry. Uh, you know they could tell the they could do the fourth book by quick flashbacks. Uh, which was yeah. the uh, when Roland was a kid, right. uh, and I don't know. I think the first book would be an entire movie, and then they could kind of fit the drawing of the three. And I, th- I don't know. I feel like you could I, fit I, the first one into half a movie if you're really good. Yeah. Well, I guess you could. It could be the first half of the movie. They could right? probably do book one, two in the first movie. Oh yeah. I and think then three, totally three would have to be a standalone. Maybe four movies. Right. because well, they could, you could cut out all of the wolves of Call it. It wouldn't matter. I don't right. think. Right. No. This is like Sony's been kind of searching, and I, I mean every movie company searching for these properties that they can make franchises out of. This one seems like it's been begging to be done for years. Right? Just get Frank Darabont, dude, get Green Mile and Shawshank yeah. Redemption, amazingly, and he was great at Walking Dead. The guy can do Supernatural, so I yeah. think Frank Darabont should do. Who it. do y'all yeah. want? Who do y'all think would be good to play Roland? <sighs> I want to say perfect. I, I, I want to say Josh Brolin has a good look <gasps> for him, but I don't know if his act. with that. I don't know if his acting would be good with it. Russell Crowe uh, and Javier uh, Bardem no were, Russell were attached to it for a while. Uh, see, Javier, I don't know. I, he's not how I pictured it. No. Well, because Roland is basically lanky and right. He's li- based off of yeah, Clint very Eastwood. lanky. Middle yes. to middle to late. Why don't age? we just get Clint Eastwood? Yeah, I could. I would. I think Clint Eastwood's a little. Oh. We need oh, to wait for Scotty for, for 15 years. <laughs> yes. I think Roland's probably was in his late 40s, early 50s when yeah. uh, when but the books were going on. I would say that, yeah. It, I would, if nothing I else, I'd I, like a no name. Yeah, I'd have <laughs> either a no name. Uh, I think Kurt Russell 20 years ago would have been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you need basically a leathery gruffness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, like an air, I don't know, like uh, I guess in like an air of nobility, because he's basically a knight and a cowboy at the same time. Yes. Yeah. What about Tom Hardy? Tom now Hardy's too young. Hot, so yeah, now. Oh. really, really so young. Right now. What's his name? The young, uh, the newest James Bond. Uh, Daniel you know Craig. They're not gonna make yeah. Him, you, you know they're he's not got the look. Old, I don't know if he's got bad. like the yeah. I think yeah, Daniel Craig. He's got the because Daniel Craig looks. Although he looks like he's buff and meaty. Right. He, l- he looks kind of worn out. Yeah, you need yeah. Daniel Craig from Layer Cake, which was yeah. way before James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a younger. Speaking of which, uh, the James Bond property is up for grabs here oh. after this next movie. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, so there will probably be a bidding war on between who will pick that up. Oh, wow. Which is interesting. That is, because it's been it's with the same company forever. Twenty. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's been with the same company forever, but this is the 24th James Bond film. Uh, I think it's been with the same company from the get go. Really? Okay. Well, it's up for grabs after this next next film. As long as they keep doing like like, I, I've liked this recent for distribution movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't like Daniel Craig as a Bond. I don't I think he. I think he's ugly. I don't. Th- I think James Bond is a handsome guy that swallows. He he is a little bit more rugged than, I fe- than I fe- what you. Would I feel like he was like a a, if Bond was real. Mm-hmm. This is who Bond would be. Okay. Yeah, but Bond's never been a. I don't know. Bond's never been real, and uh, and I know the trend right now. The trend of is the for realism, realism mm-hmm. and gritty and all yeah. this stuff. But I, I I can more easily have a suspension of disbelief in more realistic movies. Really? Uh, 
Yeah, like, I, maybe it's because they were made for a different time, but the older Bond movies don't really appeal to me. And when I look at the 90s Bonds and late 80s Bonds, they're just, they're, <sighs> they didn't age well at all. No. 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 At all. Okay. All the GoldenEye is still kind of good. But the the ones after that are just terrible. Yeah, the ones after Goldeneye are bad. I don't like I don't like the Tim Dalton ones. No, I like I I, when I grew up, Roger Moore was James Bond. Yeah, me too. That was my. And so, I don't have as much of an attachment to Sean Connery, but Uh, a little bit. (laughs) Roger Moore was still my favorite, and when people would argue that he's the worst, I had a hard time with that because no, Dalton's definitely oh yeah, but they would say that like. Sean Connery was the greatest, and I mean, I liked Diamonds Are Forever and yeah. stuff, but Live and Let Die, that's where it was at. Roger Moore's like... Wings had a part of that. That's yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. I have that oh, on yeah. vinyl. I loved it. Man. Oh, Wings. <sighs> so Are we done with news yet? No, no we have a few more Jesus. things. James Wan is to direct Aquaman. You may know him from uh, such movies as Saw, Dead Silence, uh, Insidious, uh, The Conjuring, uh, and... The Furious Seven. Wait. Oh, good. Wait, so Aquaman's going to be more of a horror movie. I, that's what I'm it's down for Aquaman it. is a horror movie driving a car. Well, I, uh, <laughs> Furious Seven makes complete sense. He's like, a, he has like tribal tattoos and stuff. Yeah. Get, can we get this one guy that's done and Furious Seven? And, and Jason Momoa can't act. Yeah. So we're we're down. Perfect. I bet the movie's going to end in. Way to ruin! It's <laughs> already kind of a and dolphin led. It looked cool though. Like Momoza, he looked cool. I always have the highest hopes for Aquaman because he's one of my favorites. And then is they, he really one of your? They favorites? destroy him every time. He well, was good in the Justice League cartoon though. Yeah, that's true. He was and, really good in that. And he was. Oh, he was terrible in Smallville. He's just terrible everywhere. I didn't even know he was in Smallville. Yeah, for a brief <coughs> moment they did like a Justice League, and I think Smallville uh, could have gone. Smallville could have gone somewhere if they went with that. With but that, they didn't. They, they kind of stayed. W- they kind of stuck with the original formula and, and it, fizzled out. Right. <sighs> I stopped. Uh, I, I stopped watching it, but I was like, I, I got through maybe half. I think like maybe a season end after he moved to to uh, Metropolis. That's it like right just, where I quit. I, I, I didn't just quit, quit there. I, I, quit. I mean, I own it, but I still haven't even got the courage to finish I, it. I Paul Kent died. I left. Yeah, I, I, was, I watched like two and a half to three seasons, and it was all like so formulaic still. Yeah, that, that I just was that, that was early. On. That was early. WD, the first. Yeah. So. If you if you give it a few years, like especially when they tried to do the Justice League part of it, it, mm-hmm. it got really good, and then it just was like done. When they. I, I don't think I could now. The the, the like the flat, the, if you haven't been watching the Flash, the recent uh, the <sighs> the the end of this last this first season of Flash was incredible. Yep. Arrow, eh, haven't been as impressed. Well, see, but Arrow, the guy who played the Green Lantern in Smallville, I think they had looked at him to play Arrow first, and I would have really? stuck with it. He was so good. Well, let's talk about Arrow for a little bit because uh, Stephen Amell has been called out by Stardust of the WWE. And maybe fighting Stardust in the SummerSlam. That's pretty awesome. And I'm out. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Stephen Demel. So what do you? What do you? It was almost as entertaining as when ICP wrestled for a small while. Oh, I didn't or, even know that happened. Yeah. What's some of the other, like celebrity wrestling things? There have been. Well, there was few. there was a little known show back in the late '90s that. Involved celebrities wrestling. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't wrestling though. But that was such a great show, I though. I show. loved it. For the viewers out there, we're talking about celebrity deathmatch. Oh the, yeah. yeah. For those young children, it was a claymation, uh, stop motion animation MTV made show where uh, late '90s, early 2000s celebrities fought each other. Yeah. To uh, Mills Lane <laughs> being and, referee and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was the only wrestling show I ever watched. Nope. Really, <laughs> I'm actually. I wish they would make. I wish they would make a drama about wrestling. Like <laughs> I would totally be into yeah, that. That would be pretty good. Like, <laughs> did they do that behind the mat or whatever? Well, I mean, no, no, like an actual like, oh. television show, <laughs> like an actual drama <laughs> of the drama that is wrestling. I would yeah. totally watch that. Yeah, you know then. the guy. You know, uh, uh, Vince is like, take the fall, and he's like. I can't take the fall. <laughs> I've worked too hard for it. Oh my God, I want I that cruiserweight belt. I already want to know what happens next. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> keep going, Mike. Yeah. Keep going. I I, guys, I quit. I want to go write this show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently Stephen Amell is a huge wrestling fan. And if you follow him on Facebook or anything, 
you know this about him. Oh. And well, I didn't know that. It's it's rumored. <laughs> this is all rumor. Yeah, I, yeah, I did not know this about him as either. Um, Wrestling is such a fun, like wholesome thing to like. It's just it reminds it's, it's I, so I mean, ridiculous that it, it's, it's fun. Got, it's got a terrible following. I'll admit that, but it just reminds me so much of being a kid. It just can't help. Me. It makes me smile thinking about wrestling. I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube wrestling stuff lately <laughs> like backyard wrestling no 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 <laughs> no like of old wrestling stuff so yeah um, well uh, that makes a lot of sense because we're gonna have uh, wrestling jake the snake roberts at infinity, <laughs> at infinity convention Con. that's actually what july I've been 18th i've been watching his interviews with uh mean gene because mean gene mean is one of my gene favorite Oker. about wrestling ever <laughs> let me tell you mean gene that's like one of my favorite things so uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of interviews with. That's good. <laughs> with if you got Jake some time, snake. watch the Macho Man interviews. Like, oh, I, I he's high as a kite. Some of those, and they're great. Macho Man <laughs> they're great. But yeah, so all our wrestling fans out there, let us know what you think of Stephen Amell. Can he take Charles Stardust? and Joey? Our wrestling <laughs> no. fans and and uh, Jarrell. Jarrell out there, we'll give you a call out, Jarrell. And Charles uh, and Charles and again. Joey. Joey, <laughs> yeah. What yeah, do you think at SummerSlam? Is Stardust or Stephen Amell gonna take the belt? I don't even think there's a belt. Involved. I'm thinking Stephen Amell is gonna is gonna uh, attempt an Owen Hart and hopefully not die and come down <laughs> from the rafters. Just don't mess up his face. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna have. All, do you think he'll come dressed sort of like the Arrow in like a hoodie with I, face paint? I on? can only hope. I I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he just. I hope goes. he just comes in his t-shirt and a pair of jeans. That's what I was thinking. I think that's just wrestle. <laughs> just wrestle. It's just <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's the news. We're gonna come back. Uh, you missed one. What I miss? Uh, there's a uh, a, sh- uh, a thing about a thing. Uh, uh, post-apocalypse uh, uh, 1950s future. Uh, it's called Fallout, Fallout Four. That that we let off the that. news with we that. It's been that. so long. <laughs> no, we didn't. We, we no, barely we, said anything about. We it. We said the trailer had come out. That's about the extent. Do you want to talk about the trailer? I talked Mike? about how I had two years to probably. Where was I? I have no clue. Not here because TJ. Was it's been it's been almost a year that we've been talking about the news now, Mike. Because <laughs> TJ talked about how he was going to wait a year before he bought it. Oh, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> but we're that excited about it. Let's talk about it again, Fallout 4. I love well, it. It, it, it. The graphics look better. <laughs> what do you, it looks like the Fallout 3. Uh, what do you think about the possibility that it's a cryogenic, um, cryogenically frozen vault dweller? Like he was there before the bombs dropped, and then he went in the vault. That's and was a really frozen. cool idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that hoping that's what it is. a shitty time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, uh, other than the initial shock, which other vault dwellers had that initial shock once they go outside. Yeah. I wonder how that would be different. I, d- I honestly don't I care if it's different. And it looks like it's based in, like, the New England states. It's and based in Boston. Okay, okay. Which is exciting. That ship version, uh, the flying ship also. All of this has me very excited because if I just had, like, you had the expansions to Fallout 3, that was great. You had Fallout New Vegas, which was essentially a gigantic 3.5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm great with Fallout 4 being Fallout 3.75. Yeah. With better graphics. I think it's going to be good. Uh, The crowd, like, I hadn't heard that theory yet about him being cryogenically frozen. But it makes sense because I keep seeing this image of uh, the 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 vault dweller holding holding up a picture of how the street used to look, you know. And then there's all the desolation, which means he ha- he's had to have had that picture with him the whole time. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. thinking if if they do anything, maybe some flashbacks or something like that. Mm. Where you get oh, to play they, through. They were all flashbacks. That makes that make that. I'm am an idiot when it comes to stuff like this, so that that kind of brings. Well, that's the whole what I read together. on that, and then um, one of the other neat things is Ron Perlman is actually I the, heard his the voice. radio announcer yeah. during that. I it's announcing the ball. The, uh, the oh, at the beginning, at the falling. beginning, yeah. And then um, uh, the last thing I want uh, a lot of people are saying that there's an enhanced crafting system in it, to where that uh. You can uh, build things. Power better. armor that's there at the end that you're yeah. actually reconstructing it. 
Okay. From pieces and stuff like that. That's not my favorite game. It's not my thing. favorite thing. I love the things if they where you keep level it up. Simple. Things. Yeah. Keep it simple. I'm there. But yeah, I don't, don't like too many complex crafting because that becomes a whole game and then it gets obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Because was I wasn't even into the crafting in Fallout Three. I never did that stuff. I did the repairs and uh, I did repairs, some of absolutely. the weapons. It, and it was really easy to do the the crafting in that. You found a couple. Yeah. It was like a scavenger hunt. You found yeah. some pieces that you needed for your gun, and it's like, okay, here's my dart gun. Yeah. About the best thing I like for, uh, and it wasn't even really crafting. It was a uh, Bioshock system because you just basically made it more powerful, and that's yeah. what I liked about it, like increasing the power. That's cool. But like the yeah. whole like flame claw thing wasn't yeah. very cool. I like the poison dart gun. The dart gun was essential in Fallout Three. Really, I <laughs> never even used it. You, I never built it's it. It's perfect for fighting uh, death claws. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. You shoot them in the leg, and there's and they can't get to you. Yeah, near it slows as fast. It down. Yeah. So you just back up and pray. I to God always you don't just get hit with your your mini nuke. <laughs> I, I would wouldn't even waste a mini nuke on him. I just use. When like, do you use a mini nuke? I have never been in a situation <laughs> where I had to use a mini nuke unless I was fighting. A, uh, super the super yeah, duper yeah, a, 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 superhuman behemoths yeah the behemoths and death claws yeah oh, I would I always use, I didn't waste them on death claws I used a combat shotgun on death claws or um, plasma the rifle. terrible shotgun oh I loved that thing I would always find I had like the super killer sniper rifle and I had all my sniper rifle perks all the way up and then I would just find the furthest away I could get to where I could barely see death claws and just kill them all because they terrified me. Oh, no. Death claws weren't that bad. Especially when you shot them in the legs. With TJ, that dart gun, apparently. Yeah. TJ stayed cool in the, in the face of all death claws. <laughs> yep. That was like my first time. Oh, I'll just cut this straight line right through the middle of the map. <laughs> that was a bad idea. Bad idea. All right, so we're going to come back and we're going to actually uh we're going to talk about some of our real nerd regrets, regrets. not just our jokes from last yeah. week. Yeah. Those were good ones though. They were good. I enjoyed them. So we're going to come back and do that and for you listeners that are out there. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Nerds Who Get Laid Sometimes. I'm going to pass it off to Ray to start out our biggest nerd regrets. Ray? So all of us out there um, who are nerds collect something or play some game. Mostly a series of bad experiences that <laughs> shape our character. So we, we were going to discuss what were some of our biggest nerd regrets. What was that one thing that you... Wish you had bought, or that game that you mm, almost won. What was that for you? That game you almost won. That game you almost won. That Pokemon game back in 1963. The When Pokemon still existed. <laughs> Pokemon. Before, b- before the second American nuke took out all the Japanese Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> History the classes went yeah. downhill greatly since... Do you know how long it'll take me to fix that? It's on Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, I gave you something to work for <laughs> next next year. You're welcome, Kate. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I guess I'll start it off. Shoot. Uh, okay. Uh, two. I have two big regrets. Two. Yeah. Uh-huh. One's Ooh. pretty. One's pretty recent. Uh, I'm seriously upset that Silent Hills was completely was completely oh, scrapped. Gosh, yeah. It was a perfect storm. Yeah, Hideo Kojima. Guillermo del Toro and Norman Reedus. That that PT demo on 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 PS4 was terrifying. It was so good, and it's it's refreshing to see games like that because really they aren't made anymore. You know, you have uh, the closest thing, which I'm full shit apparently, is like Outlast, which you know even that in and of itself is so unique. Mm-hmm. It's just first person uh, horror survival. Just they're not made anymore, and with all that pedigree behind it, I just felt like it couldn't fail. And then Kojima got fired, and Guillermo's like, "I want to go fuck off somewhere." And <laughs> Norman Reedus like, "That's cool. I've got The Walking Dead, NBD." <laughs> so that was kind of mine. My second one, so stereotypical of men my age. 
but I'm really bummed. I was never able to meet Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, that wow. he died. I wanted to be set on fire by him so bad. <laughs> or shot by him. Yeah, he just seemed like an interesting, weird character. I'd probably hate him in real life, so maybe it's better he's dead. Uh, but he'd always just seem like an interesting person to talk to. And I was dead set on seeing him, and that just kind of never happened. And I think that was my first real big obsession outside of like video games was his writing right for on. a while. Which is, once again, very stereotypical. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, you get to pick someone now. I want to go. I, I want to go clockwise. So I want to see. I want to. What are your big regrets, Katie? Well, um, there's a few Lego sets that I wanted really bad uh-huh. that did go out it like because they stopped selling and then you have to hunt them down and yeah, yeah. buy them on the aftermarket, <sighs> which is sometimes more expensive. Buy them from collectors. What are the what are the specific sets? You're gonna make fun of me. I'm go well, for it. Go for it. That's what this show's all about. <laughs> <laughs> the Harry Potter Weasley house. I really okay. wanted it really bad and I waited too late. I'm assuming you can still find them. They're probably just incredibly high priced. Yep. Yeah. I think it went up like two hundred dollars on Amazon. What? Went up to uh, or went up went by? Up by two hundred dollars. Like it was like How seventy much? when it came uh, out. Okay, so it was expensive. And now it's like uh, pushing three hundred. Yeah. Okay, perfect scenario. Okay. Okay. A child dies, and his grandma <laughs> doesn't know what the hell all this Harry Potter stuff is. So Harry dead Potter. kid estate sale. Five dollars. I look it. at estate sales because the, you know those. The, oh, grandma doesn't know how to use eBay. Yeah, it's true. The not. eBay. Uh, I mean, I'm not even that good at eBay. But <laughs> um, I also got rid of a lot of my comic books when I went to college. Why? <sighs> Why would you do that? Because I left them in a box in my parents' house. Oh, and they they they, they threw them away for you. Yes. I hear that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that does actually li- happen a lot. Yeah, and a lot of my Legos like went out with it too. Mm. So I wish I had kept a better track of my stuff. We'd be proud to know that uh, one year ago I bought a uh, Lego Ghostbusters Ecto One, <gasps> and I've still not put it together. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and too. Nate is still <laughs> angry about that. It, it, it just sits on top of my on top of my dresser in a box. Because the box looks so damn good. You're freaking me out because I'm in the exact same situation. <laughs> yeah, freak. I bought it when it came yeah. out and it's still sitting on my Yeah, dresser. I just look and I'm like, that's going to be fun one day. Yes. Y'all should get together and I put your, both of your <laughs> Lego. <laughs> put them together. Just make a giant Because it's still Ecto-1. in a box. I haven't even cut the seal on it yet because no, I've I mean, been I, so busy. I haven't opened it. I haven't looked nope, at it. No, me neither. No. No, it's just sitting there. Y'all are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding the consumer high. It's yeah. the anticipation. Yeah, and it then is. when that peters out, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, tonight's when I'm going to kill myself tonight. I'm like, wait, no. I'm I, ha- I have this Lego. Bill, put the gun down. <laughs> build this Lego, and we'll get back to this tomorrow night. I mean, it took yeah. me almost a year to put together the Back to the Future one, but it's got a prized sitting position in my living room. Which which one was that? Oh, the clock tower yeah, and all that? No, no, no. I have the DeLorean. Oh, okay. The, yeah, Dot Brown and stuff. It okay. Well, that's cool. No uh, more regrets. No more regrets. <laughs> I buy them when I want them. <laughs> no Were there regrets. any other ones that you regret not buying? Um, no, I think I regret spending all my saving money to like because I'm I'm up to twelve dollars now back in the jar for my <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, we'll see what happens in August. You know, when I don't have those <laughs> paychecks, <laughs> but hopefully it'll be back up and I can get that Death Star that I. Yeah, How much. much is the Death Star? Three hundred ninety-nine dollars. How Gosh. intricate! And we can't though. tell my parents because when I borrow money, they can't know it's well, for Hopefully, <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast. No, it's our I don't think they know what that is. What I, a podcast to, is! I'd have to explain them what a podcast well, is. Well, this would be really good blackmail if we need anything from Katie. <laughs> Remember that time? Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I need like fifty dollars. <laughs> Or and Mrs. Katie's total. mom is going to hear <laughs> <laughs> episode 76, <laughs> The Great Blackmailing, <laughs> or whatever we decide to call it. All right. Katie, you get to pick now. Well, we'll just keep going clockwise. Okay. okay. Well, TJ, it's up to you. Um, Everything. <laughs> no, I, I, I try not to really I <laughs> regret things, so... <laughs> This is like our answers last week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it, TJ is basically a Buddhist monk. <laughs> I just who likes Transformers. 
<laughs> I I know if I don't pick something up right away, I'm going to pay Your more gut, for it. Yeah. So it's pay now that or was in, pay yeah, later. Yeah, that was in your rules. So um, it's my new rule. <laughs> it it's it's a collecting rule. You gotta yeah. be prepared that Ferrari for Ferrari right now. <laughs> um, Katie need fifty bucks. But as far as uh, I don't really have any nerd regrets or anything like that. I try to not to have any. Okay. Well, I have two. One's a more recent, and one's from when I was in high school. Um, the year's 1999, and Ray Hancock is, is, <laughs> is a senior in high school. And a senior I, for, the, for, the, high school. <laughs> for the second time, a failed Billy Madison attempt. <laughs> I was, um, I was one of the. I was never um, absent during school or anything. And I wasn't a kid that like skipped school much or ever mm-hmm. actually, but there was this one time that uh, some friends of mine said they wanted to go see a movie, and we were going to have to stand in line to get tickets. And this was the first time I ever even knew that was a thing, and that was when Phantom Menace came out. So I drove from here to Valdosta, Georgia, which is about forty, or from Live Oak to Valdosta, Georgia, which is about thirty forty five minutes away. Um. And stood in line, not a very long line, but stood in line to get tickets to what I didn't realize was the midnight showing of The Phantom Menace. Because at the time I didn't know that there was a midnight showing. I didn't know they did that. Um, So me and three or four friends, uh, I had gotten tickets for. And we went and watched it. And it was awesome because people were dressed up. Again, high school student, didn't know that was a thing. Um the 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 Lucas Arts thing came up. Everyone cheered. the The rolling credits at the beginning came up. Everyone cheered. And it was just like fun. Uh, watched through the whole movie, and at the end, I just kind of felt like, "Oh right, that was awesome. That was Star Wars. That was good, right? That was supposed to be good because it's Star Wars. It was good, right? Wasn't it good? <laughs> I think it was good. I don't know if it was good. You know, I kind of had that feeling like." It has to be good, right? Because I've loved Star Wars my whole life. George Lucas, I've loved him my whole life. That was that couldn't have been bad. Freudian slip. <laughs> 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 anyway, your your homo life. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Loving it. Fourteen um, years old. <laughs> but yeah, so um. That was one of the first sort of regrets. The like, you kind of felt like it should have been a really like that had to have been a good movie, but yes. it wasn't. And then after watching it more a few more times, you were like, "Wow, this thing that I thought could do no wrong did wrong." Did wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, the the writing was kind of on the wall with it with the yeah. with the edits of the original trilogy right before it came out. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. Oh. Fireworks, okay. But I even <laughs> even with that stuff and the stuff like it was like okay, I don't know why you needed a dance s- scene there. Yeah, there's a lot of extra animals in here. That's cool, yeah. I guess. Oh, this extra scene with Java with Han Solo. And this Han looks Solo really bad. <laughs> I think that, oh, that Boba Fett's in it at least. Maybe that's cool. But no. yeah, it was the same kind of thing. Boba it was Fett's like yeah. not cool. I know you love Boba Fett so <laughs> much. Um, my second nerd regret was a more recent one. Uh, Spider Man recently had a series called um, Edge of our Spider Verse, where all these different Spider Men from the in comic books in the Marvel comics, where all these different Spider Men come together to fight this common enemy and everything. And they had some prequels to it called Edge of Spider Verse. Um, where they kind of just gave some intros to some people that were going to be bigger players in the in the uh, the the crossover that they were about to have, and I got the first one and told my comic book vendor, "Hey, I'm gonna save some money. I don't want the rest of these, so just take me off Edge of Spider Verse. I do want Spider Verse because I want to read that, but I don't want Edge of Spider Verse." Yes, first appearance of Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Uh, is her first appearance is in Spider Verse number two, which now currently like a high graded version is in the two and three hundred dollar range, and I would have gotten it for three dollars, but of course I didn't know that that was going to be a thing. You probably pick it up for three dollars in about two years. Yeah, maybe, maybe. 
Yeah. But um, but yeah, she uh, Spider Gwen right now is super. It's a really hot thing. She has her own comic now. Um, everyone's into it, and her character was really fun in the Spider-Verse um, story. If you don't know what uh, Spider-Gwen is and what we're talking about, uh, Gwen Stacy, who was in the more current Spider-Man comic books, in this alternate universe, she was the one that was bit by the spider, and Peter Parker is the one that died. So she became Spider-Man, but Spider-Woman, but Spider-Gwen. So, um, yeah, so I, by a couple of weeks, missed out on having a couple hundred dollar comic book that I could at least trade for a first appearance of Deadpool or Cable or something like that right now. So that was my other nerd regret. That was my nerd regret of this, this last year, probably. So anyone else have any other nerd regrets besides being on this podcast? <laughs> Katie Listen regrets that every being time. Being in the freaking hour-long news <laughs> section, that why are you guys so regret? The, the news is like our thing now. It has it. The news has almost become more important, or more important us, than our topics. <sighs> TJ, okay, TJ. How how TJ would, had how would you like the format to go, TJ? I'm not in charge. But but you're, the, the you're guy that's in charge is off having his sex change thing again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> or girl that's in charge. Listen, well, give, I don't give know. Give TJ I'm a break. He had to listen to let it's it like go in a, ten times today. <laughs> Michael Scott in the office, like <laughs> snip snap snip snap. Do you know what three vasectomies <laughs> does? <laughs> that's, <to> my, <laughs> that's one of my favorite <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Because it's, it's the most awkward episode. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> so <laughs> painful. You're right there, babe. Just babe. enjoying my. Uh, my high definition television here. <laughs> you know I have sensitive teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Snip, snap, snip. By the way, we do have a uh, we do have a new sponsor, uh, Serenity by Jan Candles. <laughs> 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 also, Jim's face. Try um, not to cry. We'll go ahead and throw this out there. I, um, if I can get the the settings figured out, we will be showing up on Florida Geek Scene. Dot com from now on uh each co- each podcast will be you'll be able to link to it from there so if you are a Florida geek scene person and this is the, your first time listening to our podcast go like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter and we hope you enjoyed this hot mess this I would I podcast. would look back at some of our past catalog <laughs> <laughs> I would not take this as a typical podcast oh that's a pretty good one. It's not bad. The news has become a behemoth, I will admit. <laughs> but we Someone, have, Ray we, needs yeah. an editor. <laughs> bad. We have such high-powered uh, mutant opinions, though, that it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to explode, and we don't have, you know, uh, the Nazi here to rein us in. <laughs> oh, no, the time Nazi. At the end of the day, <laughs> Magnus and Dark Vader. <laughs> Dark Vader. <laughs> Be friends. Galacticus. Galacticus. <laughs> Galacticus oh, versus man. Dark Vader. Who Dark Vader. Guys? And then the, whoever wins fights Magnus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Well, this has been another edition of Nerds. The 76th edition of 76th Nerds. 76th episode. This one goes out to Richard Petty. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Later, bro.